And I'm joined now by RNZ business reporter Ananzaki Tinakwe Anan. How are businesses feeling with the new government in place? Kia ora, Charlotte. Well, businesses are cautiously optimistic about the outlook of the economy under the new government. A survey of more than 300 clients by business advisory firm Grant Thornton shows 73% rated themselves optimistic to varying degrees, while just over a quarter are either slightly or very pessimistic. Confidence in the government's ability to support and promote business growth yielded similar results, with just over half feeling somewhat confident. Business advisory services partner Greg Thompson says the results are to be expected, given the government is operating in the new territory of a three-party coalition. He says interest rates and inflation are a top priority, but companies also want the government to tackle red tape. There's a wide range of areas that under the previous government, um, more and more things were adjusted, which the impediment really came on on business itself. And so whether that's Resource Management Act or the changes to employment um, laws, there's a range of different employee-friendly things that when it came through or which came at the cost of business. And so it was at a time when people were still recovering from COVID um, and inflation was increasing and yet there was a lot more that was placed on business. So it's looking at those and saying, let's just have a balanced playing field. Look, I think the big issue facing business is the world is changing fast. Um, and we've seen that over the last few years, you know, kicking off with, with COVID and how the world is fundamentally different. And the problem when you have red tape and various legislative requirements to go and meet, it's very slow. And so businesses need to react fast and they can't when it's too regulated. And, and I guess that's the optimism of a new government coming in and say, well, let's address some of those business concerns. That's Greg Thompson from Grant Thornton. He says resource management is a leading concern when it comes to red tape. The insurer Tower says it'll remain business as usual as it undertakes a strategic review of its ownership structure. The general insurance company says the review is supported by its largest shareholder, Bain Capital, with a 20% stake in the business. Nona Peltier has more. In a brief market statement, Chair Michael Stiasny says it is prudent to review Tower's ownership structure at this time. No reasons have been given for the review of ownership, such as whether Bain is seeking to exit or increase its stake, or whether Tower should remain a listed company. Investment bank Goldman Sachs has been hired to help with broad issues, including Tower's capital structure and its competitiveness. The review is expected to take several months, and the company says no decisions on possible deals will be made until the review is done. Tower, which offers a broad range of general and consumer insurance, recently made a full-year loss of a million dollars after being hit by claims from floods and cyclones. It plans to quit its rural business. The country's trade position has worsened as the slowing local economy and reduced demand overseas had an effect. Terms of trade, which measure how much imports can be bought with a set amount of export income, fell 0.6% in the three months ended September and were nearly 4% lower than a year ago. Export prices fell 1.4% for the quarter and were nearly double the decline in imports. Export volumes were, were down 5.5% for the three months. The big positive was the strength of services earnings driven by the return of overseas tourists, which lifted income by 20% on a year ago to about $6 billion 
At the same time, the value of goods exports fell 14%. Wall Street's main share market indices have been notching solid gains over the past few weeks on the hopes that the Federal Reserve has reached the peak of its rate rises. The broad-based S&P 500 index has touched its highest point this year, and the Dow Jones is at its highest level since early 2022. Federal Reserve Chair Jerome Powell was a touch ambivalent in his latest speech, saying a further rate rise may be needed, but also it may have done its job, and no more rises are needed. Brad Bernstein, Managing Director at UBS Private Wealth Management, believes that in 2024, the Fed will have achieved a soft landing for the economy. We think the Fed will be cutting uh, by the summer, Um, and I think the market and the economy will be starting to really price that in. Um, Yes, I do think that uh, based on strong labor demand, solid investment spending, and sizable household savings still, um, we will absolutely avoid a recession. That's Brad Bernstein of UBS Private Wealth Management. What's well, a good time then to check in on the financial markets in our part of the world? And we're joined by Ed Glenny of Hobson Wealth. Good afternoon, Ed. Afternoon, Alan. Yes, unfortunately, we're not as uh, positive. We've had a very strong um, November just relative to the US as in your last story, but we. Um we're only up 13 points today. We had a, a big month last month, up 5.3%. But yeah, the New Zealand market is looking a little lacklustre. We're at 11,381. Um, Sinlay is down 3%. Uh, and also PEB is, is unchanged. But they, on Friday, had an announcement they were moving out of the S&P NZX50. But the two stocks that are included, Turner's, Auctions, uh, Turner's Automotive is up. Uh, nearly 3% at $4.82. And Gentrack, a big mover today, is up $0.41 cents to $6.60. So they're, 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 they're uh, significant movers on the day so far, none. Okay, well, uh, how's it looking in, uh, in Australia? Big, big week over there, uh, of course, with the RBA decision tomorrow. That's right. Look, a, a lot um, better than it is here. It's up uh, 85 points. So currently the ASX 200 opened strongly. It's up 1.2%. It's at 7,158 points. Some of the movers, BHP's up 2% to $47.32. CSL is up about 1.5% to $266.18. And uh, Rio Tinto is up uh, 2% as well to uh, $127.39. And that takes us to the New Zealand dollar. So the New Zealand dollar against the Aussie is slightly lower at uh, 0.929, buying 0.621 against the US dollar, uh, 90.92 Japanese yen, uh, currently at uh, 0.488 British pence, and then spot 5.7 flat against the uh, euro. And that leaves us with interest rates, oil and gold. Three-month bank bills currently at 5.67%. Uh, 10-year government bonds are at 5.06%. Uh, West Texas Intermediate, a uh, little firmer at $74.38 US dollars a barrel. And finally, spot gold, uh, firmer overnight to $2,070 US a ounce. Thank you, Ed. That's Ed Glenny of Hobson Wealth with our market update.
And in other business news this lunch, our medicinal cannabis producer Rua Bioscience says one of its customers, the Australian-based Can Group, has given 12 months' notice to terminate its existing supply contract with Rua. The company says there had been recent quality issues with Can's export products and Rua had been looking at possible alternative supply partnerships. Rua is taking legal advice over the cancellation. Property for Industry has sold a property in Blenheim for $7.45 million. The property was bought in 2017, among others, for $6 million, and the sale price is about a half million below the $8 million valuation. The sale brings Property for Industry's recent divestments to just under $37 million, and the company says it'll use the proceeds to repay debt and further development of projects. Or being your wrap of the day's news and numbers around half past five in Checkpoint. But for now, Charlotte, that's business. Kia ora.